You are listening to the Curious City Podcast from WBEZ Chicago. Hey there, curious citizens. It's Logan. In today's episode, we'll be venturing into the wilderness. We got this question from Aaron Dernbaugh. What part of the city has the most biodiversity? So the most diversity of plants, the animals, and bird species. First off, isn't that an awesome question? And also, where do you think that would be? Here's a moment with nature to ponder the answer. Okay, so now that you've got your guess in your head, take a track with Curious City creator Jennifer Brandel and see if you're right. We live in some impressive times, so I assumed someone would be tracking biodiversity with some super high-tech methods like, I don't know, counting species by using satellites or attaching tiny sensors to plants and adorable animal ears. In terms of measuring biodiversity... Typically, they will just count species, (laughs) the number of species in a given unit of area. That old-fashioned reality check comes from Greg Spireus. He's a botanist and plant ecologist with the Illinois Natural History Survey and says measuring biodiversity is inexact. The honest answer is that you can't be sure. I mean, nobody has counted every single plant and animal in 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 a given area in the Chicago area and said, this area here has this many species of all these different types. For sure. That's a bummer. But Greg says we still can find the answer to Aaron's question. We just need to use some basic rules. He says the first and strongest predictor of biodiversity is the size of the piece of land. The larger the space, the more things can grow there without being disturbed. Greg says another factor is whether that big piece of land has different types of habitat within it. In other words, if it's a large area, but it's all, you know, like the Sahara Desert, which is all basically, you know, a lot of sand, as far as I know, I've never been there. That's not going to hold a lot of species because the habitat types are very limited. Lots of species can thrive in a place when there's a variety of environments. So those two rules, size and variety, eliminate all the backyards and city parks in Chicago as contenders. But forest preserves are a good fit. There are tons in the suburbs, but only a few in the city itself, so we can narrow it down to those. Greg says he'd put his money on a preserve on the south side, so we do too, and head on over. Yeah, there's a train right next to it, but there's this tall neon green and yellow grass too, and lots of trees. So we're sitting in the Chicago Lake Plain, which is sort of a flattened area that was formerly the the lake bed of Lake Michigan. This guy is Chip O'Leary. He's a resource ecologist with the Forest Preserve District of Cook County. And the place? Da-da-da-da! Powderhorn, Prairie, and Marsh. It's part of the Calumet region of Chicago, which hugs Lake Michigan and stretches along the Indiana state border. Chip says Powderhorn is the first dedicated state nature preserve in the city of Chicago. And why we're here is this site really has tremendous biodiversity. It has some things going for it that other places didn't have. It it had uh, industry happening, but industry would buy big tracts of land, and they didn't develop all those tracts. This preserve is a study in contrasts. The South Shore train roars by, planes buzz overhead, and factory sounds echo in the distance. Yet Chip says nature still manages to do its thing at Powderhorn. Currently, the, the count is about 250 plant species. 
Uh, insects, the, the general rule of thumb is about 10 times as many, so about 2,500 is the estimate, although probably not exactly measured yet. There may be more. Bird species, you know, depending on the time of year, anywhere from, you know, 40 to 100 species would use this site. One of the noteworthy birds that hangs out here is the osprey. It hunts like a hawk or an eagle. And there are other animals, too. Chip says you could see most of them in the city. Those would be like white-tailed deers, raccoons, squirrels, possum. But if you're lucky, you might also see something different here, even if it can't see you. Chip tells us little pocket gophers live here. They spend most of their lives underground, so their eyesight's pretty bad. I, I knew somebody who, um, who came across one out when they were counting plants, and I guess it just came out and just sat there because it was blind. It didn't know she was there, and so it just sat there for a while. <laughs> just like, oh. <laughs> Funny little, funny little animal. But back to the more than 200 plant species at Powderhorn, you got to hear some of their names. Tickle grass, spreading dogbane, harebell, winged pigweed, white snake root, hoary pacoon. So one of the reasons Powderhorn has such a diversity of everything, plants, animals, birds, etc., is because it's also home to a very rare kind of habitat. From a bird's eye view, the land here looks corrugated with tight peaks and valleys. Chip says that's a result of Lake Michigan receding over time. So as the, as the waves came in, they would push up a little bit of sand and create this long, linear stretch of sand. And it would create this, these dunes. They're only about three to five feet high. They're not very high. And in between these dunes is a valley area called a swale, and that's filled with water. The plants that grow on top of the dry dune soil are what you might find in the western Great Plains. And the plants just a couple of feet away are species more common to, say, coastal Louisiana. And then, just a few feet away in a sandy open spot, we see a cactus, a prickly pear cactus. And uh, in addition to cactus, there are a few other uh, things you might not expect out here. There are lizards that you might think of, oh, this looks like, uh, you know, this looks like the desert, but there's a few lizards that really only survive in these small sand pockets throughout this part of the Midwest. Lizards. Cactus. Chicago? I mean, who'd have thought? Or even better, what does Aaron Dernbaugh think? Remember, he's the guy that got us strapping on our boots to find out about biodiversity in the first place. Well, he says he's excited to know there's a place like Powderhorn where you can see so many species. But he's also excited about how you can take in the region's rich biodiversity no matter where you are in the city. You know, we're not some other generic place in the world. We are Chicago. We're this land of prairies and wetlands and Lake Michigan and rivers. And it's also just as much a part of who we are as the stockyards, as the city of Big Shoulders as the city of Michael Jordan and Al Capone and all those other things that Chicago's looked at. That's a pretty big idea. Biodiversity as a point of pride, just like Chicago skyscrapers and neighborhoods. And like an outing for a good bite to eat or to see a show, biodiversity is another reason to explore the city. Just be careful not to step on a cactus or those little blind pocket gophers. Jennifer Brandel, WBEZ. Pocket gophers? Oh yeah, they're real. Really cute. You can head over to wbez.org slash CuriousCity to see photos of them and some other cool stuff we found on our trek. And there you can also ask your own questions and check out what else we're investigating. 
All right, that will do it for this week's Curious City podcast. Thanks for listening. Oh yeah, and in case you miss us, we'll be taking a week-long holiday break. Jen's getting married, it's holiday time, and all that other stuff. So we'll be back to you next year, as in like two weeks from now. (laughs) Wacka wacka. Curious City is produced by Jennifer Brandel, WBEZ, Ziga, and AIR, the Association of Independence and Radio. Lead financial support comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. I just don't know where-